1: give us your take that of of Biden yesterday and this is my favorite i think they took air force 1 up there num- number one number two the suvs bumping and going through and growling to get to the the speaking platform and all the gas and all the toxins they were spewing onto the earth and yet and then Biden gets up there and says we're going to change the world it's it's unsettling to say the least mark morano
2: yes it is i mean what what Biden is doing this week First of all, it's a form of a temper tantrum. He, he didn't get his way. Senator Manson rejected it. But it's, it's important to start out this, this conversation Joe, with this point. Joe Manchin, the senator from West Virginia, has set the climate agenda into a tailspin and they have literally have climate activists now saying because one U.S. senator is opposing a typical federal pork barrel climate spending bill. Nothing unusual about it. Nothing that would do it. It's just another federal climate pork barrel bill that the Earth will have a geologic epic or era named after the senator. He's going to alter the geologic history <laughs> of the Earth. That's how that's how insane I call it peak climate insanity. That's where we are this week. So under that, Joe Biden comes out. First, the Washington Post this week announces Biden is considering a national climate emergency declaration. Be afraid. Be very afraid. It's so it's so true, and he
1: waits for a heat wave. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. And, and again, I'm 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 considerably older than you are. And I remember everything was a problem. Acid rain was a problem. Everything was a problem. The ozone layer. Remember who remembers the ozone layer? Oh my gosh, the rays are coming in. We're going to be dead. Not to mention AOC saying a uh, year before last, in 12 years we're going to be the, the, there's going to be no planet. Nothing has come to fruition. We all believe in clean air. We all believe in clean oceans. Like I was talking. About earlier on the show, but this is like now this heat wave thing. And I got to give Brian Kilmey, my friend, the credit on Fox. He goes, It's hot. Why? Because it's summer. That's why it's hot. You know, yeah. they, they, they're going to make like it's this big, terrible. Oh, this, 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 this deadly heat wave. Oh, my Lord, they think like we're dumb and they're running. But what the end game, please explain to me again. You've done it before, Mark. Forgive me for asking again. The end game, the end game. What's their end game? There's got to be a financial gain on all of this. Yes.
2: Well, yes. First of all, it's about power. It's about money and it's about an ideology of control. Here's what's going on. If you look at Climate Depot today, Joe, I have an article from ABC News Australia, the Australian broadcasting, and the article literally lays out that the COVID lockdowns were the greatest thing ever for the climate. It literally almost says we need to lock down again. And the only way we can keep these targets that Joe Biden is going after, the net zero that the United Nations wants, is by keeping global emissions, CO2, to COVID levels. So they love the idea. And the article goes on and it praises, the stay-at-home orders, the lack of supply, the no, the no mobility of human beings across the planet, the crushing of economies because rep- the, the recession and economic collapse is great for the climate and for our, our U.N. climate goals. So what they want is to bypass democracy. Biden has failed spectacularly through Congress. So now this National Emergency Climate Declaration, which he hinted at yesterday, which his advisors are telling the media might be coming within a matter of weeks or maybe a month, is going to give him specifically 130 executive powers behind the scenes. He can bypass the Supreme Court. He can bypass Congress. And people say, oh, well, he won't be able to get away with it. Well, look, it took two years for one Trump-appointed judge to stop the mask mandates on airplanes and trains and buses so they can get away with a lot before any judge or court stop them. And what they want to do is literally start through the executive climate emergency, Empower governors, mayors, to the point where we've seen the blueprint. We've seen this in the International Energy Agency. They want to put odd even days, bans, cars, and cities, limits on airline travel, limits on your diet. They'll have this kind of power. COVID-like lockdown powers is what they're seeking. That's why we need to be very aware and paying attention and trying to stop this now.
1: Yeah, Mark Morano, depot.com. Uh, the world needs reading here from Mark. Uh, uh, the world, this from ABC. The world needs to cut emissions at nearly the same rate it did during the peak of the global COVID-19 pandemic. Scientists say that means that's right because no one was going out there. Hey, this is scary stuff. This is, and it's all about it got to be power and control. Tell me again, Mark, as we touched on it last time? And we appreciate your valuable vacation time, kind of caring enough to enlighten our audience about what's going on and speaking <laughs> the truth. But what I worry about Amsterdam. I worry I worry about Bill Gates buying up farmland. I worry about China buying up farmland. Yeah. Are they purposely going to cut off the uh, – this this is just as an aside, to cut off the food supply. It's like anything to gain absolute power and control so this this reset that, that they have now admitted to, by the way, will come to fruition. I mean
2: that's what's happening in, for example, Holland, Yes. Yes, in Holland. It's, it's happening in Holland. It happened in Sri Lanka. They're doing it in Canada. Yep. They're doing it in Albania. Yep. They're doing it in yep. Poland. And they're coming to the United States. And what's happening is they're telling farmers, you can't do this or that because it's bad for the climate. It, it conflicts with our climate goals. So they're going after fertilizer emissions, you know, nitrogen, nitrous oxide. And they're going after methane. We have Prince Charles. They're not making this up. They're actually supporting a startup company that came up with face masks for cows to catch the methane. From their flatulence, I mean, from their burping and, and flatulence, but the burping would be on that end. But th- and they actually have pictures of this, and Prince Charles is, like, is, like, is helping promote this. This is peak climate insanity. But what's happening in the Netherlands, they're the second largest food exporter, the largest meat exporter in Europe. So if you can upturn and create chaos – in the United Nations' 2019 report on agriculture said they wanted meat to be rare and expensive. How do you make meat rare and expensive? Well, you disrupt the supply chain, you affect supplies, and you create shortages. And that's how you do it. But on the side note of that, you're going to have these Dutch farmers, generations of family-run farms, literally going bankrupt. And there's hints now that they may not even have to leave the land. Why? Because if they go bankrupt – World Economic Forum, equity asset firms, China, European billionaires will buy up that land. And who knows? Maybe it will be nice enough to let the people still till the land who lived there for generations and their family, but they will no longer own it. Remember the Great Reset, World Economic Forum. You'll own nothing, and you'll be happy. Well, I don't know about – the first part is certainly true. You'll own nothing. Second part, I don't know how happy people will be. But this is what we're looking at, the specter of farmers losing their land, possibly even staying on it, but being a form of serfdom to the new landowners, which are going to be committed to this globalist net zero, which – let's let's simplify this, Joe. The yeah. climate agenda, as presented by the United Nations, what we're seeing in Europe and in, in, in Netherlands and in the United States, Canada – is totalitarianism except they're using a fabricated man-made climate scare declaring an emergency in order to get literally control over every aspect of our lives from what we eat to our travel to our ability to of freedom of movement to our uh every single appliance to thermostat controls to um to, to national sovereignty and they are achieving it we've allowed politicians including republican ones and i'm talking about pretty much every president before Donald Trump, except Ronald Reagan. But George W. Bush supported this. Uh, John McCain, the nominee, supported it. Uh, And George H.W. Bush, Mitt Romney supported all this. All this virtue signaling has a cost. We're now seeing it. It took decades for all the, oh, yes, I support climate change. I'm not a denier. And they did all that. And now we're seeing what's happening. These have been codified in the law, enforced by judges, and we're facing a reckoning now with this climate agenda. No longer can we support politicians on Democrat or Republican who throw virtue-signaling sound bites at the climate agenda. We need to start opposing it and exposing it.
1: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.